Mamas, this is Sarah Comers, owner of The Mom Culture, and I'm here with my good friends, Gina and Julie, and together we make up The Mom Culture crew. We're going to chat about how we wing it and win it in motherhood while trying to raise good humans. We're going to chat with some of our favorite mamas that inspire us, so grab a cup of coffee and enjoy the chat. This episode is sponsored by BoxyBooks. BoxyBooks is the first multifunctional gift box, storybook, and toy storage box all in one, making giving an educational, thoughtful, and fun gift easy. Go to boxybooks.com and use code 30MOMCULTUREROCKS, that's 30MOMCULTUREROCKS, for 30% off your first order. Hey guys, this is Sarah, host of the Mom Culture Podcast, and today I have the pleasure of interviewing a good friend and actually, fun fact, former employee from my Weestructed days, Marissa. Hey, Marissa. Hi. How are you doing, girl? I'm good. How are you? Good. I miss you. I know. I know. It was so I, nice to talk to you the other day. I know. It was so nice to catch up. The other day, we actually had a little mom manure moment. I was washing dishes, and I think you were getting ready to put the kids to bed, and we had a little moment. It was nice because I feel like we're so busy, both of us, that we never get a chance to chat anymore. So this is going to be even more fun than that. <laughs> for sure. So, fun fact, you used to work for me back in the day. You were my original VA and got my blog up and running, which was amazing because I had no experience at all blogging <laughs> and you just brought it to life for me so thank you for doing that You're I appreciate welcome. it but sadly you during the midst of that were pregnant and um, you found a new passion while you were uh, working with me and expecting your third baby can you tell us about that passion yeah so um, like you mentioned I was pregnant with my third um, babe when I was working for you and helping you out. Um, I also have an older set of twins. So, you know, life has sort of just been crazy from then, but I now currently run a clothing boutique. Um, it is through the company LuLaRoe. And so I've been doing that. I, we got our initial inventory when our daughter who I was pregnant with when I was working for you, um, was about a month old. So we are just, just over three years in business with that. And it has been just the coolest experience, honestly, the biggest blessing and really ultimately just kind of surprised me and has been even more beneficial than even what I was hoping for and expecting when I first started. So it's been awesome. It's been amazing watching you grow. I remember, I'm not going to lie, I thought it was a little bit crazy because you had twins <laughs> and I was a mom of three at that time. I remember I'm like, oh, you're crazy, girl. Like it's hard, yeah. three and trying to build a brand. And um, I loved the passion though, because you did, you just, you found this passion, you went like all in on it. Um, but I remember thinking, Oh God, she's got a newborn. This is going to be rough. I mean, honestly, I think, I think everybody thought that probably me too. <laughs> um, I think a big part of it too was, so my twins are boys and then my third baby is a girl. And I have always been kind of like a huge advocate for, um, body positivity, confidence. Um, I always joke that I've been plus size since birth, which is like not a joke. It's accurate. Um, and so I've always, always just been kind of equipped with that. I think my mom did a really good job bringing me up to just be a really confident person. Um, and that was a huge thing for me when we found out that we were having a girl. I'm like, I refuse to bring a girl into this world that's not going to be confident, just like straight out. So for me to have this influence now and what I'm learning is all of these women that I've come in contact with. Um, there's just so many women in the world really sadly literally do not think that they're beautiful and have a really hard time finding that. And that is a huge part of why I do what I do. 
Um, and it also just bleeds over into my family life too, because my daughter gets to watch that and my boys get to watch not only having a confident parent and um, business owner, well, owners in the house, but just kind of really being able to impact people in a way that's beyond the products that we're selling, you know? Yeah, no, I think it's amazing. That's one thing I love about the company um, is their body positivity and clothing for all. And, um, you know, they just offer styles that really complement every woman's body type, um, mm-hmm. you know, curves and everything. I bought a dress from you, I think pretty early on, and it is yeah. one of my favorite pieces. I feel so <laughs> confident in it. I've worn it with heels and then I've worn it with um, tennis shoes, just running around with the kids. And I loved it because too, I'm like not the smallest girl in the world. I'm a little bit curvy and my body's shaped kind of odd. I've got a small waist and bigger bust and these hips and dresses Mm -hmm. are very challenging, but their company really found a way to embody these styles that just make women feel good about themselves. So I love that. And I love how you really showcase that body positivity on all of your posts and on your social media. I think it's amazing. Thank you. I think so much of it too is, you know, there's a lot of people that do what I do, or I should say sell the same product. Um, But so much of how, what I think our success has been kind of attributed to is I just really take time to get to know people, not just like what you're describing your body type, but really your preferences, your lifestyle, what I think this, like the void that is being filled, is it actually physical clothes? Is it a sense of community? Um, Is it a new sense of confidence? Um, so I think that that's a lot of the reason that we are as successful as we are is if we really take that time to kind of figure that out and then help women with what they actually need help with. Yeah, no, I agree because you really do know your customers. Um, she does a live feed, Julie, um, with um, launches. And so she know- so she'll be like, hey, Sarah, I got this black skirt in because she knows I'm not as big on the bold prints on like the dresses. I like more classic. And so it's nice to have someone that knows one, your body type and then what you want. And I love how personal your community is. And that's a big part of small business um, is that connection with your customers. And I think you guys yeah. are just fantastic at it. So Thank tell you. our audience, who do you run your boutique with? So my husband and I actually do this full time. He has been home with me. I've been doing Row for just over three years, and he's been home with me for about 18 months. So we are home full time. Um, it is the best thing ever. I, get, I actually get a lot of questions from people asking if I get tired of him, um, which is I think probably a fair question, but we honestly love working together and we're a really good balance and he's so helpful with the kids too. So it's just kind of like a full, I mean, it's a full family. The kids wish that I would let them help more than I do, but you know how toddlers Uh, can be. Yeah, no, I I know all too well. I used to have my little helpers dropping mugs and I'm like, oh, thanks for helping Uh, mommy. That was $20 you just broke. (laughs) Yep. So working with kids can be fun. Working with your husband, I've I've done that too. You remember because that was actually you when know. you were you were on board with me, exhaust dad, and yeah. I were working together, and it was so difficult, but it was fun and exciting all at the same time. Yeah, you learn a lot. You know, oh, it helps. So, I feel like it's helped us grow too. Oh, a hundred percent. I feel it makes marriages like you know it'll either make or break you, and it definitely made us stronger. I have a bigger sense for. Uh, his business skills and like him being an entrepreneur himself. And I think I understand so much more now by having that experience together. Totally. So who else helps you with your business besides the littles and your husband? Um, so when we first got started, actually how we got into this was my mom um, to keep a long story, a very long story short. My mom was very sick um, in the end of when was that in the end of 2015. And 
like the doctor, the social worker called me and told me she had one day to live type of sick, um, ended up getting a super miracle of a liver transplant and now is obviously still with us and just doing the thing and amazing. Um, she actually was the one who approached me about doing LuLaRoe together. And so we started it together back in 2016 um, and we, and we rocked that for a couple years and it was honestly such it was insane because I was uh, processing so much and also to have her when I thought that I was going to not have her at all. Um, so we grew a lot in our relationship there and I watched her confidence also sort of skyrocket as a result of the business, which was the coolest thing for me to watch. Um, and then she's kind of, she's doing her thing now. She's traveling a little bit more. So we just kind of decided, you know what, it's just, it was totally amicable. She's now just like kind of doing her own thing, still totally supportive of us, still helps when she's here. So more of a just kind of like a supporter as opposed to a business partner but there were a lot of lessons and growth on on all sides with that and I'm I'm really thankful that it started out that way I'm glad you guys had that time together and you know that's amazing though that she's out like living her life because as someone totally. you know facing that maybe she wasn't going to get to do that and seeing her grandkids and stuff so that's awesome I love to hear that Gail is out traveling so that's amazing she is and she I always tell her I say you're living your best life but she she says that she just you know there's a lot of things that I don't think opportunities that would have come to her that she would never probably have taken if she hadn't done the business with me and just sort of seen like, why not? Like, let's just dream a little bit. Let's just see what's the worst that's going to happen. Let's just go for it. No, that's amazing. And now she has someone to keep her very stylish while she travels. Yeah, so win-win, right? I mean, <laughs> yep. <laughs> so one thing I always hear about um, just with businesses like yours are there's those myths, those misconceptions. Um, obviously, I've known you. So, you know, um, we've always talked candid about that. And I've had a couple friends that have done it that haven't been as successful as you and then some that have. So one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the podcast was just to kind of like debunk some of those myths just from someone that's actually living it and feels that it really um, impacted and changed their life for the better. Yeah, I'm thankful for the opportunity to do this because I think, you know, they do exist and I don't think ignoring them does really any good. So um, I think the, the number one thing we hear a lot is just this concept of a pyramid scheme, which is that, you know, I apparently, according to these myths, just make a ton of money by sitting around doing nothing and, and collecting off of other people, which is uh, just, I mean, I don't even know how to debunk that other than just to say it's inaccurate. Um, uh, you in work our, hard, girl. Uh, <laughs> I know you work hard because we text. For sure. You work and hard. And that actually like, that myth is hard, particularly hard for me because I'm like, if you guys knew, if you could just come into my house and see what goes on in here. Um, but for us and for our businesses specifically, every single dollar that we make and every meal that we put on the table for our kids comes specifically from our sales. So number one, right out the gate, I think that's a pretty big, I mean, people assume if you're in any type of a direct sales, social marketing, whatever, you know, that that's, that that's what's happening and that's not the case. Not to say that there are not people who have teams and who, you know, that, that, that there is another source of income coming from there. Um, but I think what's frustrating for me too, is some of these women that I have met as a result of this company that do have teams are the most unbelievably talented women and leaders that I never would have had even, like, I just never would have crossed paths with them. And so I almost get frustrated on their behalf. Like these women work so hard. And so like, it's not that anything is undeserved. Um, but I do think that I obviously don't know statistics, but most people I know that are in this business or others are like their money is coming from, they're just in sales like yeah. anything else. And, and you work hard. I think um, people 
forget though too like the instant success people and I don't know if you have encountered that I know I have but they kind of see what they want to see on social media and the way things and they assume um, but they don't realize how hard and how long it takes to to even get to a level where you're making you know money or yeah. um, being able to contribute to your family. it's not an overnight thing um, I think no. what was it recently I was listening to the bird's papaya and I love her and she said people think I was instantly just insta famous she's like mm-hmm. I have been working for 11 years she's like kind of swallowed that nugget for a minute 11 years and she's like I just decade. started yeah getting paid last year yep and, I, and it is so different. I think one of the things of, of the benefit of a business like this is that there is, to some extent, you are in a little, you're a little, you're in more control. Yeah. Meaning, if I come up on a bill and I don't know how I'm going to pay it, like I can just work a little bit harder than those following days and know that it, that I'll probably come up with it. You know, as opposed to like my job before, my paycheck was my paycheck. That was it. It didn't really matter what sort of what kind of what I came up on, um, or any of those hardships. But I think that for us. And I'll be transparent, like everything I'm saying is just for me and my business, like none of this is representative of Uluru or any, you know, marketing company like that. But I, we, we committed when we started our business that we weren't going to take a paycheck for a year. So at that point we were, Jason was still working. We were living a hundred percent off of his salary because I knew that it was going to take time to, to build inventory, to build a customer base, to build that community. And I knew that like pulling a paycheck right out of the gate was not going to be, I mean, it was a short-term solution. Um, We always say between the two of us, like, this is about the long game. This is about the long game. What are we doing now that's going to benefit our business and our family six months from now, a year from now? So I think that there have been people historically that have done businesses like this and are not successful. And I think just sort of the world we live in is that that ends up falling on someone else as opposed to it literally just didn't work for me. That's totally fine. There's a season for everything on to the next and that's it. No, I agree with you. I like I had a friend and I don't at all want to throw her under the bus, but she had signed up and I actually remember had told you, Hey, my friend's going to do that too locally here. And she went all in. Um, but I think she thought it was going to be like overnight success. And I don't think she realized like there was no long game. It was just thinking of like, I'm going to buy the inventory. I'm going to sell it. I'm going to make money. It's going to be awesome. And when it didn't happen, she got defeated so fast. But I mean, again, it was like, okay, you and I both know, like it takes a long time. I mean, you know, setting up and, you know, trying, like, how do you drive people to your site and all these things? There's all these factors. You don't just open up and you've sold all this stuff. and, and, And it's ultimately a matter of, is that, you know, I think I always come back to why do people want to do it? What is their goal? Is yeah. their goal to pay their car payment? Okay. That's, that is a super realistic goal and very, you know, like that is that's motivating to people. They can, I can do X and I get Y results. Is your goal to foster community? Is your goal to travel? Is, you know, there's so many things. And so it's really, for me, my long-term goal was contribute to my family, pay off debt. And then those were my like sort of, write them down on a piece of paper and feel like I could check a box at some point goals. And then later, once I started to see the impact I was having on that community and how these women are not only talking to me, but we have stranger, complete strangers in New Jersey, San Diego, now complimenting each other like, oh my gosh, I love that dress on you. You look so beautiful. They've never met. And I'm over here just like sobbing because I'm like, look at what we're doing with clothes that ultimately become not even the focus of the business. It's really the community. And I just... I never, ever would have found that and found my strengths and what I think makes me a good mom, wife, and business owner if I hadn't started doing it. Yeah, 
everything you just said, I feel like a thousand feels because you know how I am community before anything. I would rather have a real connection with my customers, you know, with them, not even ever purchasing anything, just connecting, um, you Mm -hmm. know, especially as women and as moms over selling them something, but it is gravy when I see those moms cuddling up and one of the mom culture shirts with their babies or having a moment with their coffee cup and, you know, just feeling like heard and part of this big mom group. And it's, you know, it gives you all the feels and especially totally. keeps you going during those hard times. Yeah. And I don't think that people necessarily understand that until you have done it. So like the power of, and I've told you before, like I, you know me, I would love to have every single raise good humans thing that exists. It's just my favorite, but I like know. I will see other people out with it at Target or whatever. And even here, you know, I'm a thousand miles away from you, but like, I feel like we give each other the like hunger Games salute of like, I see you, I see your mom culture. You. And it's, you know, and it's like, it is so much bigger than that. And I feel the same way with LuLaRoe and especially for the women that we've built. It's like, yes, I know that I could, there's a lot of different things in the world to sell and to do, but I'm just so, I'm just so like fueled by the community and how it's, you know, how we're both ultimately impacting moms and making them feel. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And that's probably, so one of the myths too is I feel like the community part, I don't think people really talk about that when they just, you know, it, it's Not never talked all. about. It's always negative stuff when you hear about multi-level marketing things. Um, and that's when yeah. with me knowing you on a personal level, I know that that's like completely a different thing now. Um, I've had a whole sure. new perspective on you and I being friends and kind of seeing the other side of it. And then now the crossover of our two brands, I see um, your guys' stuff paired with our stuff all the time on other reps. And I just absolutely love it because it really is. It's just this sure. community of just women supporting each other. And, um, you know, it was one of the myths I wanted us to kind of debunk on this is, um, you know, just some of the negativity that surrounded a um, multi-level marketing. Yeah. And I think ultimately, I mean, you know, what's the phrase like one, I don't know, like a bad apple. I mean, I, I agree. I'm obviously fully immersed in it, but I still see people sometimes that I'm like, come on, man. Like, this is just not, <laughs> this is not the culture, especially as LuLaRoe, like the, the friendships and the things that I've got to experience from LuLaRoe are just, I can't even describe them. It has just been the most incredible thing in my life. And so it's hard sometimes because I do walk a line of kind of that. I don't ever, I want people to see the things that have brought us success as a business and a family, because I want, I know that there are women whose lives could be impacted in that way too. But I am such a overthinker and like I never, ever want to come across as one of those people that's kind of like negative spammy. You know, you know what I'm talking about. I know. I'm just so terrified of that to an extreme that I almost like don't even I I know I don't talk about it as much as I should, because I feel like right now I could name 10 people that I know personally that I'm like, dude, you should just you should just go for it. Like I I would just see so much growth in them. Um, And so that part can be kind of hard. But I ultimately think that you know, some of the feedback that we've gotten is like, you guys are clearly in this for the right reasons. We know your heart. Um, I actually pulled up a stat when I was getting ready for this call because I have never really put it down pen to paper. Um, but fundraising has always been a huge part of our business. And this year we're actually doing a, we're doing 52 fundraisers in 52 weeks. So a fundraiser every single week. Oh my goodness, um, girl. Yeah. But so since we've started, like we have raised $57,000 for, it varies, personal, like medical expenses, animal shelters, military organizations. Um, And when you really think about the impact of that, two people in their house hustling and working and having that kind of an impact, that's the kind of stuff that really just like 
kind of brings me to tears because in what world would I been able, would the two of us been able to do that working at a job that we were like super unfulfilled by and probably not paid fairly, you know? I have chills. I can't, I, I watch your fundraisers. I had no idea the dollar amount, but that's, that's, yeah. that's epic. You should be so proud. I mean, the fact Thank that you. you were able to do that is just amazing. And that's another thing. Like when you work for yourself, which, you know, again, I think people think you have these, I mean, I know you have guidelines and stuff you have to follow, but yeah, you really can, you know, do things like this. You can do fundraisers and you can help people and you can get to know people on these levels. So I think that's incredible. And like you said, if you were working a regular nine to five, yeah, maybe you could have done a couple charity things throughout the year, but not as impactful as that number. No. And I wouldn't even have had the people, so many of these were contributed to us by customers and friends who were like, hey, I know a family going through something really hard. Would you guys be willing to help? And the answer is always yes. So that's where, sort of where I feel and where I get the kind of like warm and fuzzies is just I know that we're being used to just reach as many people as we can and have a positive impact as, on as many people as we can. And again, do I sell clothes? Yes. Is that why, what I think all of this is about? Definitely not. No. So what piece of advice would you give a mom um, that's looking to, to get into something like this? What would you tell them? Like advice, um, things you've learned? So I would say, so first of all, and I think I touched on this a little bit, but this is just, I never thought that I would end up um, in this industry. My husband and I both have MBAs and just, we just kind of figured like we would just rock the professional office life forever. Um, So I would say A, just be open-minded, really figure out something that you're passionate about. I think there are a lot of things out there in a lot of different companies and, uh, you know, there's, I think, honestly, think that there's a good fit for everybody. Um, I'm super passionate about fashion and the kind of like mom balance and the body positivity so it just sort of felt like a really good fit for me and I would say be willing to um do something for you meaning when I got into this I my biggest annoyance about being a mom was like oh that's Marissa that's the that's the one with twins oh that's Marissa that's the one who has three kids under two like I was literally only described as a mom and I love my babies. I love being a mom. I love being a stay-at-home mom. But I was that was starting to be a really big kind of pain point for me. It was really hard that that's what I was getting identified as and only that. So starting this was a huge thing for me to build my confidence back up, to give me something to do, to talk to other adults and just kind of have that interaction. And so I think it's really important that you find something that makes you feel good and fuels you because ultimately you're a better wife and mom as a result. Um, I think the other thing is to be genuine, you know, build that community where you can. Ultimately, that is what makes people successful in this business or just in life. Honestly, just be, be, be a good human. Yeah, um, be authentic. I advocate that for all sure. the time because you know how I feel about a second rate version of someone else. Yeah, yeah, indeed I do. Um, I think the last thing too is to just identify what we touched on a little bit earlier, like what your goals are. Are your goals financial? Is it that car payment you're trying to do? Because different companies are going to give different products at different price points that are going to, you know what I mean, help you get to different levels depending on what you need. Um, I know a lot of people that do this business strictly for the community because they love kind of that sisterhood that comes with it. And there's nothing wrong with that either. I would just try to get really clear on these are my goals. These are companies that I think I align with. And then when you're looking for something or you're looking into something, just make sure whoever you're signing up with or talking to about it is a really good fit because that can be really important over the course of it too, in terms of personal relationships. 
So, so Julie here, uh, my assistant, had started a side hustle of her own with some goals in mind, too, because they are going to be new homeowners. And um, she's just getting started in a multi-level marketing company of her own. What advice would you give Miss Julie here? Um, hey, Marissa. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> um, just on, like, how you initially, those early stages. Because Julie's, like, got the product. She's shared about, like, yeah. six months in. But I feel the same way as you did where... You know, you don't want to overshare and you don't want to be annoying. So I'm kind of totally I'm ta- taking the, the authentic route with it. Right. So it's hair care products. So I'm not I've never been a big okay. hair person or any of that. So that's kind of where yeah. I'm, that's kind of where I'm coming from. I'm like, hey, I'm a really active person. I've never really put much thought into it. I've never really been big about it. So I've wanted to find something that I love. And this is where I'm at. You know? And she loves the products. Yeah. She's like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to try this. Because people are constantly like, oh, your hair looks amazing now. And I'm like, well, hey, this is all You're I'm like, doing. I know, right? <laughs> so it's, it's easy about, to talk about, you know. For sure. And I think ultimately, so this is something that I struggled with a lot in the beginning. And honestly, if I'm being fully transparent, I still battle this a little bit. I would feel like I would be at Target and somebody would say, oh, I love your dress. And I would just panic like extreme yes. like thank you and yes. I would just like curl into a ball but I would <laughs> I, I started to think like if I had bought that dress at Old Navy what would I have said oh my gosh thank you I got it at Old Navy right. or oh I got it here it's right over here it's right there it's that striped one you know but for some reason bec- I think it's just because we are combating this like stigma that exists we're so deep in our heads about what we should say and what's the right thing when ultimately if if I said to you, oh my gosh, your hair's great. And you said, thank you. I actually, I sell, what, what is it? Monet. Monet. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. First of all, first of all, unrelated plug, I use Monet and it's legit. But right? we'll I know. Leave that as you want. <laughs> not um, sponsored by them, we swear. Not, yeah. <laughs> not sponsored. Just sponsored by my shower. Um, but if I said that to somebody and I wanted my hair to look like your hair and you didn't tell me what it was, like, what good is that doing? Right. You know? So I think really just trying to I'm not kidding just be I always say just be a human have normal conversations don't be so in your head about it and know that ultimately um, I don't know if you guys follow Jasmine Starr but I have just kind of gotten into her stuff and she talks about how she considers herself very polarizing Hmm. that ultimately I live my life I live my truth whatever I say I know there are going to be people that are like yes girl preach like yes I believe everything you're saying and then I know that there are people that are like rolling their eyes in the back of the room And so that theme has been really kind of prevalent to me lately. Like you're going to live your life as long as you're being genuine, true to yourself. Don't be a creep. Don't be, you know, (laughs) be, be a human and know that some people, no matter what, are always going to roll their eyes and be like, oh, I can't believe she's doing that. Right. And then some people are going to be like, oh my gosh, what is that shampoo? Let me see. And you don't know. You're probably, you're like holding the secret to give someone just like some straight up Rapunzel hair and you don't even realize. Right. I love that. So And they don't realize. (laughs) <laughs> it's a hard thing to like get over. I, for, I don't know, first couple of times I would see people in public in my shirts. I wouldn't like say anything. Yeah. <laughs> my kids would be like, oh, oh, oh. And I'm like, yeah. And I just, I didn't have the confidence, I guess at the mm-hmm. time. But now when I see a mom at Target, I'm like, hey girl, nice shirt. And then they turn around, they're like, oh. You made my shirt. I was like, I know. Hi. I did. Hi, I'm Sarah. It was such a hard thing to get over. And then, you know, which you probably remember because you used to help me with newsletters way back in the day. I had this newsletter list, which is like what, like the holy grail, right? Of being able to sell something. I didn't, I didn't use it. Do you remember that? Yep. (laughs) Yes, I do. Yeah. She's like, you don't send out newsletters. I was like, 
No. Like, because <laughs> I, I was afraid to sell my stuff. It, it's right. a weird thing. So, but, you know, you have to humanize it, I guess. And that's where I finally got. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to say, hey, I made your shirt because I think it's cool. I just ran into someone. So I like, and then you have like a little, you know, yeah, for sure. And that's almost like, you know, that's probably another good piece of advice too, is like you, that's like your little mini elevator pitch, right? Like, hey, I like your shirt. I made that. I mean, (laughs) that's going to catch somebody's attention. Like it's going to catch somebody's attention and it's accurate. And for the people who don't know you personally, all of a sudden they're like they have this connection they have this feeling and now they can place your face to it and that's that is like the community that we seek as women as moms as people in this like modern culture where everything can feel so disconnected that is so powerful and I think when we don't do that we're really missing opportunities to just literally make someone's day regardless of what we're selling yeah no I agree with you so much I think that that's an amazing tip but it's just you have to get over I think it takes time you have to kind of get over yourself and just be be a human so I am curious, I know personally, because obviously we're friends and I follow all your stuff, but like, what are some of the biggest blessings that doing this have really brought into your life? I know one of them that made me cry is, and I hope you don't mind me sharing this, is when you got Go AC in your house. <laughs> yeah, I cried too. <laughs> I, I actually cried um, with you. So I remember your post and I got so emotional because yeah. it's something honestly people take for granted, right? Like. But yeah. your house. And I'm actually glad that you it. brought that up because I'm glad you brought that up because here's a perfect example of perspective and something that was like the biggest deal to me at the time and didn't even make that's not even something I would have brought up. But sorry. It's so no no no, I appreciate it because it gives me a little bit of a perspective like I need that perspective check. Um and that was a great example. We so we live in just outside of Denver, Colorado, and a lot of houses here don't have they don't have AC, especially older houses. So the first couple of years that we lived in our house, we didn't have it. Um, we couldn't afford it. And it was a uh, fun fact about me. I literally hate being hot just with a fiery passion. It's like my worst nightmare on earth. So um, one summer I was like working on an art project and a bead of sweat dripped off my face onto the project in my, in my own residential home. I was sweating inside my own house. And I turned to Jason and I said, we either need an AC or a new house. Like, and I think he thought I was kidding, but I was like, no, no, no this is the last summer I'll live my life like this. And so we hustled and worked super hard and our group totally rallied. I say group because we have a Facebook community, but um, they all rallied. And I think that the reason they do that is I don't go on there and be like, Hey, you guys, I really need this, you know, these new running shoes. Like, uh, can you guys buy some clothes? Like that's not how I live my life at all. And so I think they knew too, by that point, like if, if she is asking for help as much as she helps other people, like they, they wanted to support and, and they, especially with our daughter, they were literally there when she was born. Not literally. That would have been a whole other another situation. But they have been around. <laughs> but they've been around since she was four weeks old. So they truly have watched our kids grow up. And uh, our shopping group and our Instagram handle and stuff is the fam, like short for family, because that is honestly the the like community that we want to create. So that was really powerful, and I'm glad you brought that up because I remember them installing that AC when we could finally afford to buy it, which, and at and that point, like, that's our income. All of our income was coming, is coming from LuLaRoe. So um, to have that and to know that it came from there and to know that it came from our hard work and people who genuinely, like, love each other and love what we've created was so powerful. 
And I'm now remembering how many other people told me that they cried from the same video. Oh, you had me bawling. And I'm not, I mean, I'm an emotional person, extremely emotional, actually, I'm realizing, but I don't cry a lot. I cry like twice a year in my car alone to some random music. But I watched your video and I cried. And you even had posted a video or a photo, I think it was, of like sweaty napping babies. And I was like, no, babies shouldn't be sweaty and nap. And then the fact that you did it in that emotion, I know as a mom, we try to give our children everything, especially mm-hmm. basic necessities. And when you did that and the, like just the gratefulness you had for being able to do that for your babies, like it got me, it got mm-hmm. my mama heart and I bawled my eyes out, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you're not alone. I cried. I cry more than you do, but so <laughs> no it, it was it was amazing so and then I mean you've had travel you. you and your husband have you know I for sure uh trips through this business I mean just so many amazing opportunities so yeah I mean it's hard to answer how has this changed your life because I my husband and I say all the time to him at, and in in full transparency like a, right now a, a our overall goal from this was to get out of debt we have a lot of um student loan debt personal debt from a little bit about our story is when the, when our twins were a month old, we both got laid off. We worked for the same company and we both got laid off on the same day. And so there was a period of time there for a while where it was bean and cheese burritos, just get by, just living on a prayer, honestly. And so our goal was, you know, if we can, if this can be a way to help us get out of debt, great, let's go for it. Let's try it. it and having no idea the impact that it was going to have on us, our marriage, our family, and honestly, like the community that we've created, but it's so to look now, um, I just came back from our, uh, our leadership conference a couple weeks ago and I, um, and I'm like, not a braggy person, so it's hard, but I got an award, which was peer nominated. And I told Jason, I mean, I sobbed and I have, nobody can see me, which is great because I have the worst case of RBF literally ever documented in the world. And when I won this award, I was, it's so true. It's so true. And so when I won this award, I'm walking up to the stage and I'm in my brain, like, just smile, just smile, just smile. Don't have RBF. You got this. Like, and so I stood up there and I cried when I got down because it's like, I realized in that moment, especially the impact that now I'm not only having on the community of people who buy clothes from us, but also the community of retailers. And I told my husband, I said, on the next day, I got an award for sales specifically, and it did not hold a torch to the award from the day before. And that's kind of the perspective of like, yes, like, I don't want to sugarcoat it. Like, we we do this to provide a life for our family, but the stuff that comes with it and the stuff on the side, I can't even put it into words because I just never, ever thought that my life would look like it does. And I'm not... If you, if anyone listening follows me on Instagram, like, you know how non-glamorous my life is and how real I keep it about my day-to-day and, like, toddlers and potty training and whatever, fighting with my three-year-old daughter who's, like, 17 years old. Um, but there are the things that come along with that. We have been able to take a couple of cruises and a couple of really awesome trips. And honestly, some of our best friends in the world now, we only know because we started selling LuLaRoe. And so those are the things that it's, like, I don't want to discount that we make money from it. I don't want to discount that it provides meals for our children, but there's so much more. And that part of it, I wish I could just like shout from mountaintops because I think so many women think I couldn't do that or I would never want to do that. But they, because it's impossible to feel the good feels without doing it. 
No, it's, awesome. it's beautiful. And, you know, hopefully this podcast, that's, you know, one reason when I ask you if you would consider being on it is one, I'm, you know, getting into podcasting. So I wanted to do interviews with people that I knew so I was comfortable, but also <laughs> women that inspire me. And you've inspired me so much throughout the last couple of years, just watching what you've been able to do with your family. And it's just been amazing to watch. So hopefully this podcast will hit a mom that needs it and um, give her yeah. some confidence too. So our new thing with our guests that we're trying is some closing questions. So are you ready to answer a few of our closing we'll questions? See. All right. <laughs> so tell our listeners something surprising about you. Surprising about me. I, um, I, I hate pumpkin. I hate I hate pumpkin spice lattes. <gasps> you do? What? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> We Mainly because friends. they're garbage. <laughs> <laughs> is it okay? Is it the flavoring, or is it because you know the nutrition facts? No, I mean, please be serious. Um, <laughs> I just think it. I don't. I don't know. It's the flavor for sure. So I was oh, gonna yeah. say the surprising thing is that you do the most amazing top knots I've ever seen in my life. So <laughs> that was what I was gonna Thank say. Thank you. Like, the, and I, I know hair, but like your top knots are something magical. Gosh, there's just so much pressure behind that now. I'm gonna have to really keep that up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this one's one of my favorites. What is a piece of advice you'd give to your fellow mama kind now that you are in the trenches of motherhood? Uh, that's tough. Uh, honestly, hug your kids, love your kids. Don't worry about the dishes in the sink. Amen. I think we are so... It is so hard to do it all, and ultimately, you, it's impossible. I mean, you can do it all mediocre, um, but at the end of the day, the dishes are going to get done. Your kids are going to remember you expressing love to them and just the safety that they feel in your home, and so just love up on those babies, and then, you know, sometimes you have to cry in your room. You cry in your room. It's fine. It's going to be okay. <laughs> yes, or in the get car like it. I do. Yep. <laughs> No, I advocate paper plates on almost every interview I've given. They ask me like my tip, right? And I'm like, paper plates. And they're like, huh? And I'm like, no, what? no, no. Paper plates. Environmentally, if people really break it down, it's the same yeah. as the water and the soap and the resources. The yeah. electricity. Oh, I'm with you. Girl, my number one mama kind advice is paper plates. They are life changing. I'm going to write that down. I'm gonna paper plates. I, and I used to be like the cloth diaper environmentally like total crunchy mom even though I didn't realize like yeah. I was but no paper plates because I want that time with my children it goes by so fast I don't want to be in there washing five million dishes so I'm with I you know. on that one True. so lastly where can our audience find you so Instagram is probably the best or easiest spot I should say um the handle is at the fam fam which I think you have on something right yeah um and then from there you can get to we actually have a if you just want to shop, we have a website that is totally just like a normal retail website. And then you can also get to our Facebook community that I've referenced throughout this um, podcast. But that's where the community part really lies is on Facebook. Yeah, I highly, highly recommend anyone that's kind of looking into um, joining a good group with supportive women and looking for fashion tips. Um, your VIP group is one of my favorites. So I love Thank how you. uplifting it is. And I love to watch your whole family, um, especially Jason. I'm sorry, her husband, y'all. <laughs> He sells those leggings. He puts them on. He does. He, he does. does. Oh He's amazing. So you guys. He's the best. Yeah. You have to go check them out just to see her handsome honey and those leggings. We'll be sure to put the, the links in the show yeah, notes. In our that. show notes so everyone can follow you. 
awesome. Thank you guys so much. This has been amazing. I hope, though, seriously, that we debunk some of those myths and that we empower some mamas. Um, I'm just like you. When I started my business, I was kind of, there was just a little bit something missing from my life, and um, it has just filled me up in a way I never would have dreamed, and I know that's the same for you. So I'm so glad that we were able to share this chat together. And Thank you uh, so hopefully much. we continue to empower those uh, mamas. Yes, ma'am. All right. Thank you so much, girl. Thank you. Bye. Bye.